1: Hi everyone, I'm Cheryl Butler, and you're listening to the Mighty Mommy's Quick and Dirty Tips podcast, which will help make your life as a parent a little bit easier and a lot more fun. Welcome! Today's episode is number 442, four ways to handle your child's toxic friendships. Because now that we're heading back to school, our kids need some tools to combat those not-so-nice classmates. As summer winds down and a new school year rounds the corner, it's quite normal for the entire family to have mixed emotions. The more relaxed, carefree days that encompass our summer schedule are about to be traded in for a more rigid and structured time frame. And as much as my kids enjoy their laid-back summer routine, after eight weeks at home, they start to get a bit stir-crazy and actually look forward to heading back to the classroom. One big reason my kids welcome this transition is because they are reunited with their school friends, the kids that they don't get to interact with on a regular basis if it weren't for the time they spend with them in a classroom setting, as well as on team sports and other club activities. Yet, just as they anticipate kindling school friendships, they also realize that they will also come in contact with classmates that aren't always kind and can cause them grief throughout the year. As your child prepares for his new school year, Muddy Mommy shares four ways that he can be armed and ready to handle any troublemakers that cross his path so the focus can remain on the positive influences in his life rather than the negative ones. Tip number one, set and review your family's acceptable behaviors. Most kids crave one thing in common, acceptance. They want to fit in and be accepted by their peer group. Because of this, they don't always think about the consequences of bad behavior and poor choices as a result of caving into peer pressure. In Bad Influences, Advice for Parents Who Think Their Kids' Friends Are Weird, Dirty, or Troublemakers, Matthew Goldfein, Ph.D., a clinical child psychologist, explains that the potentially bad influence is a classmate that acts out, makes the kinds of poor choices that you're always cautioning your children about, and are often reprimanded by the teacher. Studies show that delinquency can be almost contagious. Your task is to figure out what kind of a troublemaker this one is. There's no magic trick to help you with this, but you can start with the list of behaviors that are unacceptable to you and your spouse. And if you hear that this new friend is engaging in them, and worse, egging on your kid, then you shouldn't feel bad about breaking up the friendship as soon as possible. Goldfein says that other warning signs are clear intentions that this child wants to make other people angry, unhappy, or hurt through their actions. So at the beginning of this new school year, sit down with your kids and review what your family deems acceptable behaviors by not only them, but by their school friends and potential new friends. They need to be reminded about your family's values. And that you will not be encouraging any friendships with classmates that don't make the grade in this area. Tip number two combat the cyber bully friend. Toxic friends run the gamut from being a constant tattletale to being bossy on the playground. Many times they're simply distracting to those around them and are quite frankly considered annoying little pills. As aggravating as these traits are in a classmate, unfortunately, there are more serious behaviors that they can display on a regular basis, taking things to a whole new level, that of bullying. In Bullyproof Your Child, How to Deal with Bullies, it states that bullying in schools has become a national epidemic. A study published in the Journal of School Health found that 19% of U.S. elementary students are bullied, and each day more than 160,000 kids stay home from school because they fear being bullied, according to a survey by the National Education Association, a public education advocacy group. If you suspect that your child is being bullied, talk to him right away. Let your child know that it's not his or her fault, and that bullying says more about the bully than the victim. For example, Last year, my middle school daughter admitted she was being bullied on Instagram from a supposed friend. After some discussion, we realized this was actually pretty serious, so we addressed the matter with her school guidance department and assistant principal. Our school has a no-tolerance policy for bullying, but most students are afraid to speak up because of the fear of retaliation as well as humiliation amongst peers. The school handled the matter swiftly and with confidentiality. And, as it turned out, several other students were also the targets of the same bully. And then we also learned that the student who was bullying was the victim of abuse in her own home, which is often the case. If I hadn't probed into what was bothering my daughter, however, I doubt she would have come to me on her own terms. Tip number three, bounce away a teaser. One of the most painful parts of parenting is watching your child being rejected or teased by other kids. Most young children become upset automatically if they're called a name or ridiculed in any way. But sadly, we as parents cannot always protect our kids from these hurtful situations. So the best thing we can do is teach them useful strategies to help them deal with teasing. When your child experiences teasing, it's important to see the problem from the child's point of view. Sit down and listen attentively to your child in a non-judgmental way and ask him to describe exactly what's happening when he's being teased. Ask questions. What exactly is the other child making fun of him for? Where is it happening? And who is the teaser? Get as many facts as you can and comfort your child by letting him know that you care and that you want to help him. One of my favorite techniques for combating a teaser is something I learned from my children's nursery school years ago, and it was simply teaching them to visualize. Many young children respond well to visualizing words like bouncing off of them. It provides them with an image of not having to accept or believe what is said. This image can be created by showing how Nerf balls bounce off a person, or by pretending to be a duck where things just roll off their feathers. Another effective visualization is for a child to pretend he has a shield around him that helps the teases and bad words bounce off. Again, this technique gives children the message that they can refuse these hurtful put-downs. And tip number four, plant seeds. When our kids are younger and in elementary and early middle school years, it's much easier to have an influence on their friendships But as they enter their teen years, it definitely gets much trickier. Kids count on their parents to have high standards for their friendships. Any child under 12 is not old enough to make these decisions solo, says parenting expert Christine Carter, Ph.D., author of Raising Happiness. In When Bad Friends Happen to Good Kids, Carter recommends planting subtle questions in your child's mind in regards to her choice in friends. If you've noticed that bossy Sally always dictates any activity she and your daughter do together, you can say something like, You're going to see Thor? Boy, you really have changed. Your daughter might ask, How so? And then you can reply, You used to hate superhero movies, but since Sally picked the last three films you went to, I figured this one would be your call. Okay, maybe that's not so subtle. Sometimes, though, it's all right to break out the Maljaneer, the hammer of the gods, which you'd know if you'd seen Thor. You plant the question in her mind, so you say something like, What do you see in Jane? She seems really critical to me, suggests Carter. Don't expect an immediate revelation. More likely, it'll take some time to trigger a response. A month down the road, you might notice that your daughter isn't hanging out with Bossy Pants Sally or Underminer Jane so much. But don't gloat. If you're glory in the end of the bad friendship, your teen will feel like she's been played and might wind up reversing her decision, Carter says. My youngest daughter has been experiencing a couple of very one-sided friendships recently, and Carter's technique was extremely helpful to me. I asked her some indirect questions such as, Does Abby treat all her friends the way she treats you? She doesn't like the same music you do or style and clothing, and I thought I overheard her tell you she hates when you braid her hair. What is it that you two have in common and enjoy doing together? By planting these seeds, I was able to help start her start thinking about how poorly this girl talked to her on a very regular basis. My daughter and this classmate still have a relationship in school, but they very rarely hang out together outside of the classroom now. How do you help your child handle toxic friendships? Share your thoughts in the comments section at quickanddirtytips.com mighty-mommy. Or you can post your ideas on the Mighty Mommy Facebook page, and you can also connect with me by email at mommy at quickanddirtytips.com. Have a great week with your family. As always, thanks for listening, and until next time, happy parenting.
0: At Best Western, we can't promise you the perfect family beach vacation. We can't promise that it won't rain, or that you won't get a sunburn, or that your family won't endearingly call you lobster mom for weeks afterward what we can promise is a warm welcome and a comfortable room amidst all the joyful chaos lobster mom life's a trip make the most of it at best western with over 4200 hotels worldwide you can start your day off right when you find a professional on angie to get your plumbing right first